how high-achieving women can cultivate financial growth, success, and connection to their intuition using a simple ceremony and delicious drink. This is Don't Rush Me. Hey, I'm Maria Spiralis, and I hate rushing. It never yields good things to rush, whether it's rushing to finish a client project or rushing to put on eyeliner. But when we have 10,000 things on our minds at any given moment, it's hard not to fall into that habit. I've had a lot of very specific technical training in my life. Hello, music school and law school. But none of that training prepared me for being a business owner, a lawyer, a wife, a mom, or really just a functional adult woman with a huge to-do list. I'm no guru, but I created Don't Rush Me as a way to talk more about the slow, simple tools you can start using today to make your life and business life a little easier. So whether you're a healer, a coach, or a business owner, a professional craving that slowdown, come with me as we learn about the small, easy things that can make a huge difference in your mind, body, or business. Raise your hand if you start your day with a cup of coffee. No coffee shame here. I love coffee. I come from a coffee family. It's delicious. I did kick my daily coffee habit a few years ago because I noticed that I would feel a little bit anxious or just kind of touchy on days where I drank it as opposed to days where I didn't drink it. But I wish that I knew then what I know now. Did you know that coffee is associated more with masculine drive while there is another drink that's associated with a divine feminine? That drink is cacao. And yes, it's different from chocolate or hot chocolate. My guest today, Gabrielle Martorana, went from Southern California hustle culture, go, 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 to living the life of a digital nomad. And while she was on her healing journey, she encountered sacred cacao, and she's now on a mission to help more women use cacao as a way to move out of the thinking linear mind and into the flow and trust of the body. You'll remember a few episodes ago when I spoke to Elizabeth Lewis about human design, how we are not meant to make decisions from our brains. We are meant to make decisions from our bodies. And cacao is a tool that Gabrielle is going to introduce us to to help bring us back to our bodies. A little bit more about Gabrielle. Gabrielle with Cacao Wisdom has spent the last four years traveling the world and learning from sacred wisdom keepers. She has studied the ancient practices and rituals of cacao and somatic healing from a Mayan shaman in Guatemala, a womb healer in Bali, and a cacao priestess in the Dominican Republic. She brings together these ancient teachings in ceremony and ritual and online workshops, interweaving the old and new traditions, practices, and teachings. She also brings sacred cacao to the USA from Bali and Guatemala, teaching people how to deeply connect with the sacred plant medicine. And as you'll hear her say today, she does not sell any cacao that she hasn't witnessed herself. She hasn't visited the farm herself. So I think that's pretty incredible. No holistic somatic history lesson in today's episode because you are about to learn the history of cacao, the history of the plant itself, and its role in spirituality. So here is my guest, Gabrielle Martorana. Gabrielle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation because the extent of what I know about cacao is that it's a heart opener, but that's about it. <laughs> and so I'm so excited for you to educate us on all of the healing properties. But before we get into all of that, I would love for you to tell the listeners who you are, who you serve, and just kind of how you got to this, this part of your journey. So my name is Gabrielle Martirana, and I have started a business called Cacao Wisdom, 
where I import cacao from Indonesia, from Bali, Indonesia, and from Guatemala. And how this all began is that I have been traveling as a digital nomad for the past four years and been on a very deep healing journey for about eight years. And between those two paths, it aligned to where I was living in Bali. And I was living in Bali for quite a while. And I started going deeper and deeper into my healing journey. And I ended up going to a women's circle where they were offering cacao. And at this point, I had never heard of cacao before. And I actually didn't like modern day chocolate at all. <laughs> so when I heard about this circle and they're like, we're going to be serving cacao. It's like an ancient form of chocolate. I was like, oh, okay, I'm probably not going to drink that, but I'll, I'll go, you know. And so I show up and they serve the cacao and they're starting to explain what this plant medicine is and what it can do. And so I'm drinking it and I'm liking it. And I'm like, wow, this tastes nothing like chocolate. And we're going through kind of these exercises. And all of a sudden I have this huge emotional experience. Like I start crying and I'm feeling like this surge of emotions. And I'm, I'm like crying pretty aggressively <laughs> in this woman's <laughs> circle. And at the time, like I had never done that before. So I was shocking myself with what was happening as I was drinking this like ceremonial dose of cacao. And that's basically what sparked this curiosity and this relationship with cacao driving me to explore her deeply, to work with her deeply. And from there, I attended a retreat that was all about cacao. I started learning from a cacao priestess in Bali. I studied under her for a very long time. And then I was holding circles and I decided that I wanted to round out my information because I had been studying cacao with a lot of ancient indigenous wisdom from Southeast Asia and a lot of wisdom wrapped in like Hindu practices, Buddhist practices, and like specifically Balinese practices with new age spiritual concepts around them. And I wanted to go back to the roots of cacao. So I felt called to travel to Guatemala and study under a Mayan shaman at Lake Atitlan, in the very like sacred area of Guatemala, surrounded by volcanoes. Like the energy there is mm. it's amazing. And there I learned the traditional lineage of cacao, where she originates from on this land, how the Olmecs and the Mayans and the Aztecs and many different groups would work with this plant medicine, how they would use it and why. I also learned about like the Mayan Cosmovision and things like this. So basically, I've just been guided by my curiosity and my personal practice. And along the way, I was going through a huge healing of like a lot of past traumas. And cacao was so instrumental in that growth. And while I was exploring this, it was not with the intention of creating a business or anything like this. It was because this was like serving me. This was I was this was helping me so much. And from there, I decided to start holding these women's circles. And I noticed that people really open up a lot more when they're drinking the cacao. They're able to tap into these darker, shady, shadowy, murkier places with mama cacao like holding them. And so that's why I decided to bring this medicine to the United States, because I feel there's a really big need here, especially with the dominant Western culture of like boss babe, you know, get it done. Yes. Yes. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, that is so interesting because I mean, probably because of Western culture, but I think cacao, I think chocolate, I think, you know, maybe Belgium or or I think, you know, maybe where coffee is grown and, and South America and things like that. But I, I would not have thought Bali if you had prodded me for <laughs> <Yeah>. answers. <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cacao's actually grown around the whole world around the equator. She really likes being grown in like the jungle or in very like humid, hot places around the equator. And can you tell us, can you educate us on the difference between cacao and chocolate? <laughs> mm, definitely. So there's a few main differences. One of the big differences is the varietal of the tree. So there's three main varietals of tree. There's criollo, trinitario, and forestero. And criollo is the original tree that the Mayans would use. That's the like older DNA of the tree from that region that has something in it called theobromine. And theobromine is a substance in cacao that translates to food of the gods. And this is the property that's the like spiritual essence inside of cacao that opens up your heart space, like you were saying, your heart chakra. It actually opens up the blood vessels and capillaries in your body and moves energy and moves blood flow. And so it's said that there's more theobromine in Criollo and Trinitario versus Forestero. And Forestero is a tree that's been widely cultivated because it's a lot harder to kill. Like it lives in more places easier. So with the mass production of cocoa, which is the beans used for chocolate, that is what's exploded all over Africa and other regions around the world. But there are places that have criollo and trinitario outside of Central and South America, but that's where they originate from. So using the old genetics is a big part of it. Another part of it is the processing. The cacao is processed by hand. It's made with intention and ceremonial practices. And it's lightly roasted over a fire or in some cases like the cacao I bring from Bali is raw. It's not cooked at all. And so this holds up the health benefits of the cacao because for the raw one, the live enzymes are still intact. For the lightly roasted one, all the other health properties are still available. But for modern day chocolate, it's mass put into these huge ovens where it's roasted in very, very high temperatures, which can also create carcinogens, which is unhealthy. But a lot of the health, the health benefits are lost because it's so overly processed and overly roasted. And then, of course, modern day chocolate, milk and sugar and chemicals and preservatives and all sorts of other things are added into it, where cacao is the pure form of just that bean ground up. That's what ceremonial cacao is, is literally just that bean ground up, nothing else. Wow. Interesting. And it doesn't taste like chocolate. It, it does taste similar to chocolate, but what I had known as chocolate was like Hershey's bar, which right. to me tastes nothing like chocolate. You know, that's some weird, I don't know what that is. <laughs> right. It's but, the whole, it's the whole microwave effect. Like if you zap something at a really high temperature, it's going to lose its essence as opposed to slowly processing it or slowly cooking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And when you make cacao, it does taste similar to chocolate and it does help curve chocolate cravings. Because when you have chocolate cravings, it's because your body knows that it needs something inside of this plant. Like just like when you crave anything, you crave watermelon randomly or oranges, it's because your body knows what it needs. When you crave that chocolate, your body knows that it needs maybe the magnesium or the zinc or the antioxidants or because um, cacao is a superfood. There's so much in there that's good for your body. And so when you drink the cacao, it curves those cravings because you're giving your body what it's actually looking for. And it tastes absolutely amazing. <laughs> mm. Oh, so interesting. So I usually do in my podcast episodes, we do a holistic, I call it holistic history lesson. And I feel like you are giving us that history lesson a little bit here, but can you say 
I mean, I, I you mentioned the capillaries and kind of the magnesium that's in it, but what is it, even on a spiritual level, what is it about the cacao that has such an effect that made you, you know, cry and so emotional in that women's circle? What is it that, what's working there? Yeah, so there is a Mayan goddess called Ishkakao. And Ishkakao is this side of the divine feminine that is abundant and that is nurturing and that like allows space for you to move out of your head out of into like the masculine linear thought of like goal oriented let me get these things done and it helps you drop into your body into like your feeling into your intuition so beyond just opening up your heart to speak and understand from heart wisdom it actually opens up your third eye as well and so on an energetic level you're moving out of like the monkey brain or like the chaos in the brain and you're moving into the more grounded, rooted, heart-centered wisdom that it's in your body. And she helps you tap into your subconscious, which is stored inside of your body. So she helps you connect with your feelings. And this is really, really powerful when you're doing any sort of healing work, but also when you're doing expansion work, when you're manifesting, when you're dreaming what your next chapter of your life is going to look like, when you're, you know, you're growing and expanding. She helps hold you to where you feel safe to explore the depths or to dream. You know, it's kind of like a tree. You can kind of like grow up or you can grow down. Either way, you have to do both to balance, you know, but she supports you in that process. So, yeah, energetically speaking, you're tapping into this spirit, this essence of Ishkakao. And she's like the divine feminine energy, like the divine mother that can help help you through this process. Really quick, I wanted to take a break and ask you a quick question. If you were to do a body scan right now, like close your eyes and feel into each part of your body, is there any part of your body that's feeling stuck, tense, stressed? Because as you know, your, your body holds on to emotions. Well, what if I told you you could build awareness and learn how to connect to your body in a way that helps you to process those emotions and those events that may be stuck in your body? through movement and through music. I want to tell you about a program called Vibe and Embodiment, which is a program that does just that. In episode 102 of the podcast, you can hear more about mindful movement and its effects in reducing stress and where Vibe and Embodiment originated from founder Samantha Schmuck. But if you're interested, there are details and a discounted sign-up link in the show notes. That is an affiliate link, which Sam was kind enough to give to me, but honestly, I'd be telling you about it even without the affiliate link, because as we all know, the body feels at first, the body holds on to things. And if there's something out of the box that will allow you to move those stuck emotions out of your body, I want you to know about it. So recently we, I had a conversation about human design, but it was all about how everything in our head is conditioning. And we're not meant to make decisions from there, from, from the head. We're, we're meant to make decisions from our body, from our instinct, from a feeling. And so if I'm hearing you correctly, some of the, the effects of drinking this cacao is that instead of your ego and your mind keeping you safe and keeping you clinging to where you currently are, it's this feeling of being held and fe feeling of being safe to expand, mm -hmm. to use your voice, to kind of grow. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, so interesting. And, and, and I understand that you have kind of a, a, a your, your, in your own personal history, you come from a kind of a go, 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 do, do, do background. 
Very much so. Very much so. Yes. I was raised in Southern California in San Diego and my parents are divorced. So I have a dad and a stepdad, both of which are entrepreneurs. They both own their own businesses. So as I was growing up and I was following all the traditional steps of, you know, going to high school, going to college, getting a degree, I went and worked in corporate America for a while. And then I started my own business. I was very, very dedicated to that boss babe life of like the hustle, the side businesses, like how can I make a lot of money? How can I reach these high levels of success, whether that's like the the title on my business card or that's the amount of money that I'm bringing in. And I wanted to be like a mover and shaker. Like this is what I grew up to understand meant that I was important, that I would be respected, that people would care what I have to say if I met these credentials, you know, if I was bringing in a certain amount of money or I had a certain type of job or was like ed educated on these certain topics. And what I found was that I did reach levels of success, but I was extremely burnt out. I was extremely frustrated. I was having a lot of physical pain, like my stress was manifesting into like nerve pain in my neck that Western medicine like didn't understand. I was having excruciating pain and they're like, there's nothing physically wrong with your neck. And I was like, there must be something wrong for me to have this level of pain. Like this is insane. So there was that. There were issues going on in my personal life with, between me and my partner. Like we weren't being intimate. I wasn't able to like connect with him. I wasn't able to connect with my body. I was like numb. There was all these coping mechanisms coming into play that had served me. They had allowed me to learn how to create success in this very like masculine, like linear path. But I found they were no longer serving me and it wasn't enough anymore. And I didn't like it. So that's basically when I went on this whole like existential like crisis. And I went through this whole healing journey of learning what it is to tap into your feminine, what it is to receive. Because that's something that I found literally impossible was to trust, to release control, to surrender, to receive. And like, I know those words are thrown around so much. So I had to understand what does that actually mean? And how do I actually do that? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. That's how cacao played a really big role in that. And that's why I feel so passionate about it is because she did. She helped me with this. So, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm I'm curious about in terms of incorporating this into our lives. Is this a daily thing? Is this something that always should be kind of enjoyed mindfully and in ceremony or what does it look like? Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. I personally drink cacao almost every day, but it does ebb and flow around my cycle. I notice that mm -hmm. I crave more cacao in like my fall and winter, and then I crave much less cacao, if any at all, when I'm in my spring and summer. But whenever I drink cacao and whenever I explain to people how to sit with mama cacao, it's always with intention. Because she is like an amplifier. Whatever you put as your intention into the cacao, and with every step that you're taking, like, you know that she is pouring that inside of you and you can set the intention for your day really powerfully that way. Like, let's say you have a big presentation later and you know that you want to kind of be in your creative mindset and you want to be able to tap into your creative juices and give them different ideas and kind of like talk through different scenarios with them. You can set that intention with your cacao, like tapping into your creativity, tapping into your intuition for this meeting. 
and know that you're pouring that inside of yourself. And so you can use it in a really like effective way as related to business, as related to kind of that boss babe energy, just creating like some balance around it. But she really helps enhance creativity, intuition, out of the box thinking. So if you're going to do a basically any like right brain activities, she's a really great way to start your day. If you're going to do any left brain activities, I actually recommend coffee because because mm. coffee is like the divine masculine energy and feminine. Um, oh, how it's like the divine feminine. Yeah. So coffee, it makes sense why they say like America's fueled on coffee. It's like yes. very production oriented, very masculine. And that's not a bad thing. It's just knowing how to like interweave them and create the balance. Unfortunately, we're just like only on that side. Yes. Um, so that's that's a way that you can sit with her. I love creating space and journaling or doing meditations. When I drink her, it's very important to be mindful of the energy that you're in when you're chopping and making your cacao because the energy that you're in is what you're going to infuse in it. So if you are stressed out and you want to make the cacao to help ground you and help relax you, then you have to kind of do a meditation beforehand or do some like embodied, like somatic processing, get that stress out of your body, find that sense of peace and then make the cacao with that energy. And that's what you'll be like pouring into your body as you drink it. Um, But you can create rituals as large or as small as you want, depending on the depths that you want to move into her. So I, I'll do two hour, three hour long ceremonies and rituals with her when I want to go deep. And then other times when I want to kind of like set the energy for the day, I want to allow space for any like inspiration or wisdom to come through. And then I want to begin my day. That ritual is a lot shorter and a lot smaller. So there's mm-hmm. kind of like a big sliding scale of how you can work with her. That is so interesting, especially what you were saying about how your energy was, is, was kind of absorbed into as you're preparing it, your energy will be absorbed into it. That's what started me on this, on my whole healing journey was, I mean, just my work day. So I have two little ones, you know, my husband, every, the house would be empty and I'd start my day from a place of anxiousness and I have to get everything done. And I only have, you know, four hours and here are all the things I need to have done. And that, you know, tight grip on the steering wheel, so to speak. Was that energy was infused into everything I did. It was infused into the content I was creating. It was infused into my client work. And so I've healed from that now. (laughs) I have to remind myself on certain days, but I've come a long way from those days. But it's so interesting to me that something like preparing a drink, that your energy could be infused into that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she helps create this like mindfulness and kind of going back to like the simplicity of life and the simplicity of like connecting to plants and helping them aid us in our journey. And there's actually a really beautiful legend about Ish Cacao, the goddess of cacao, that she will reemerge from the jungle and reintroduce herself to humanity when he or she is at their most disconnected version, disconnected with from themselves and disconnected from nature and Mother Earth. And so it's by no coincidence that she's making this like big resurgence because she's everywhere now. Like there's all like people are talking about her. People are understanding that cacao is a superfood. Like it's growing like rapidly. And that according to this Mayan legend, that's definitely by no accident. And so like you're saying of it being so simple, it's like starting your day with a drink. 
it's like, yes, it can be that simple when we just like remember this wisdom that we've kind of already known, but we forgot. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so true. I mean, and I feel like, what's the way to say it? You know, the spirituality and the science is kind of weaving itself back into our culture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely converging. Yeah. Well, this has been fascinating. Is Is there something I'm missing? I mean, I feel like just to go backwards a second, you know, that it came into your life when at a moment where you where you needed it most too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so if there's someone who's listening, who's interested, what would be a first step in, in obtaining it, but also in just taking those easy baby steps into working it into a routine? Yeah, definitely. So on my website, I sell ethically and sustainably sourced cacao. I don't bring any cacao to the United States where I haven't visited the farms myself and seen how everything is done. Yeah. And that's really important to me. And so um, if if people are looking to buy amazing, real ceremonial cacao, they can go to cacaowisdom.com. But the best part is, is that I don't want cacao to become a commodity that people are just drinking it like unconsciously, just not being aware, not putting intention, not understanding that this is a plant medicine and that there's a lot of power here that they can work with. So with every purchase of cacao, I send people this, I think it's like a 10 or 12 page PDF booklet where I walk them through how to prepare their cacao, how to sit with their cacao and ritual, the sacred history of cacao, where this comes from, why they should care, like why is this important, all this stuff. Because, yeah, I, I think it's really, really important that people understand the power of this plant medicine and, yeah, how to work with it. Because I want it to be accessible to people because it is so, like, life-changing for such like a, for such, like, a little small seed, you know? And I want to help that be as impactful and authentic and respectful to its culture and to its history and to its lineage as possible. So I think that would be a really good place to start. Yeah, that's beautiful. And and you can tell that you're passionate about it. And I mean, I think that extra step of including that PDF and giving someone direction once they, you know, once they have it in hand, it's like, okay, now what do I do with this? I guess I'll look on YouTube or something, you know? Yeah. So that guidance is is very helpful. Yeah. And I also have a free rituals and recipes workshop. It's like a two hour recorded video that I can send to people as well. Like if they want to kind of sit in their kitchen alongside me and like follow along exactly what to do. But yeah, I want I want people to feel really confident and supported to sit with their cacao and like feel good about drinking it and kind of know what they're doing. Yeah, that's my intention. Well, I'm going to visit your website as soon as we end this (laughs) this conversation because because I'm very, very interested in this. And I thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. Yeah, absolutely. And if you have any questions or anything, I'm on Instagram and TikTok, but I'll be making a lot more like long form video content too, because I think that's really useful for people. Like if they want to sit in like a ritual and be guided, maybe just in the privacy of their home with their laptop there, you know, kind of like follow along or yeah, things like that. That's a great idea. Great. Well, Gabrielle, thank you for being here today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.